They must have the slowest horses ever pulling this bleeding wagon, mustn't they? She's going to go past here, half past two. Surely the horses will bump in her on the way down to the post. No, no, I'm just here. Look at you. Lining with tasty women here, don't you ugly men? All you ugly men, get out of the way! Good evening and welcome to the Bastards Inquiry Day One Royal Ascot Review. And joining me, Lee Keys, tonight is two of my best cohorts, John Lane. Good evening, John. Ready for me, Sochi. Joe, get along a bit. Yes, we're off for a Japanese tonight. Japanese, turning Japanese. That's it, turning Japanese. Oh, yes, I think so. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes, the gin's flowing already. And last but not least, Quentin Franks, who is our premium uh, judge on the flat. Good evening, Quentin. Good evening, Lee. Japanese sounds better than my dinner tonight. So, yeah. Absolutely. Can't beat a bit of Japanese. Uh, you ought to see the cocktails on there, some tremendous gin cocktails. Anyway, onwards and upwards, that's enough of the advertising for Japanese restaurants. And um, we, we, we'll review the day's proceedings. I'm on the floor, absolutely on the floor. Uh, I'm being pissed on. It's absolutely disgraceful what's happened today um, uh, in terms of punting. But what a day's action. I really enjoyed the action. Um, and... Less said about the ITV coverage. No, more said about the ITV coverage. We'll come on to the Queen Anne. Let's, re- let's review the Queen Anne. Uh, obviously, Baid uh, doing it nicely, really well. Uh, what's what's anyone's thoughts on the Queen Anne? Uh, the, the ITV commentary team seemed to have Baid not running to form or, or running below form. I, I thought the second ran out of its skin myself. What do we think, chaps? Uh, after you, John, you go first. <laughs> I, I, I thought the second half ran probably the best race of its life, really. Um, Bayard still won easy. So, draw your own conclusions, really. Yeah, I, 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 I'm saying real world did run the race of its career. I, I think it was that's the one to take out the race in terms of what's improved. I don't think Bayard has, has, has done a figure better than it's done before, but... But still, it was it was equally impressive. Did it very nicely. Um, the second, don't forget, is one over a mile and a furlong. He gets a mile very strongly. They rode it handier and more made more use of it than they did at Newbury. So I think Baid's run really well uh, to do so without um, excelling in what it's done before. Quentin, is that fair assessment? Yeah, it couldn't couldn't be fair at all. We kind of blew it apart. Three three furlongs out with a eleven point one two. Fucking sectional took real world out. He was eased down. He he done it as you expected him to do it. Um, I, I was quite. I liked the ride on Order of Australia by Ryan Moore, kind of just shying towards the standside rail to kind of potentially draw crowd in, thinking, do I go that way or do I do I follow the second in the market? And he didn't bite, but best horse one. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him at ten furlongs. Yeah, yeah. Me, me and John actually said the same thing today. We we, we said that. Um, we think he'd be a better horse over 10. Um, I, I think because you can hang on to him for longer and use that mm. potent turn of foot uh, to even better use over 10. He se- he settles well enough to, to, to get the 10. And I, I think I very much look forward to seeing him running over 10. Obviously, the plan, I think, will be the Sussex followed by the International at York, I believe, um, according to the shirt. 
Um, so yeah, uh, I, I disagree with the ITV team. Like they, they, they were quite lukewarm on the performance. I didn't think there was anything lukewarm about it. I thought it it, it just did the job and quick and quick and clear nicely. Okay, Coventry. Uh, we were we were sort of bamboozled by Bradsell on the uh, the York run because obviously of the of the how York can sometimes play. But Bradsell confirmed, I suppose, the visual impression. Of your in winning winning the Coventry, chaps. Thoughts? Well, nice for me as well. You know, I think um, that was a factor for me because Persian Force wasn't really ridden forward. He was doing his best work inside the final furlong, I would have said. And uh, I thought Royal Scotsman did really well because I, I didn't think that ground was necessarily suiting him. I yeah, he, he could run well in a decent race in the autumn. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in, like Royal Scotsman, is it like two sides of the pedigree? We've got Glen Eagles, whose offspring, to be fair, Glen Eagles is a good sire on 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 statistically, but but generally they do like a bit of cut and pivotal on the dam side, sort of kind of rubber stamps that as as one to follow with Jude. Quentin, have you, have you any thoughts on the times and stuff? Uh, time looks time looks fine. I think time form we've given a winner 108, which I think is the highest since per Arizona a few years ago. Uh, the year before that was Calix. It, it, it looks fine. Low jaw kind of played from everywhere. The, the first two seem very much now horses, though. They're physically, the third horse, Royal Scotsman, he's the one I'll take from the race. Bigger model, still got a bit of frame to fill. Um, agree with John. Um, I, I think he'll be a better horse, A, with a lead, and B, on softer ground. He just doesn't fully convince me on, on genuine fast ground. So, uh, if we can see with a bit of dig, then I, I think he'll be a proper tool as a three-year-old as well. Yeah, the, I mean, I mean we, we sort of we sort of not surprised or surprised by the... the the Coolmore horses not not really performing. Did that not come as a shock or a shock or you know? Well, we, we said it we said it yesterday. Like it was kind of hard to weigh up what they'd done. You can put upgrades on on the times they'd done, but they still hadn't done it in well-run races. So until they had done it, you're not, you're not really surprised with it. They just shown speed essentially. So um, I was I was not really surprised. No. No. Uh, no, no, like I say. So, so are we in agreement that it's 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 possibly an above average Coventry? Yeah, I would agree with that, John. Yeah, maybe just. Yeah, fair enough. But we're all, I think I think we're pretty unanimous that we're all taking the third out of the race um, yeah. going forward. Yeah. Okay, King Stand, massive win for the Aussies. Um, you know, like 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 a. Like a shame worn ashes series, like you know, like going through Mike Gatting's leg stump as it as it blitz clear uh, uh, to him by uh, 17 wickets. Um, tremendous performance. Um, any sort of uh, hard luck calls in, in in the race? I mean, as Aussies go, I mean, doesn't get any better than that, does it? Unless Kylie dropped him on an episode of the neighbours. <laughs> Better the devil you know, John. You said it. Well, the one thing I did notice, uh, and I was like bouncing up and down like a like a rabid rabid chimpanzee. Uh, the, the 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 one that had got loose uh, was it um, 
Kadem. Yeah, Kadem. Yeah. That was it. Watch that back. It's missed. It, it's missed ten lengths at the start. I know it's jockey lengths, but but he it's he's, he's nearly he's nearly beat the winner, uh, pulling five clear of the third. And even James McDonald said afterwards, uh, he said, "What's this? This is this is we're we're, we're we're going massive miles an hour, and and this thing's." Keeping up with us now. Obviously, obviously, there's no jockey on. I get that, but you don't often see loose horses uh, miss miss the beat ten in a in a five furlong race and start challenging the winner in the final furlong in a group one. Quentin, did you did see? I'm just watching it back now. Does anyone know why he was deemed a non-runner though? Is is that what they've done? They eventually did. All uh, oh, right, yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure if like it was something like the Derby. Where I, I, it was, I haven't it, seen anything on it. Yeah, so. it, I, the jockey wasn't actually in the stirrups when they let them go. Like something's yeah. got to be yeah. done with that. It's asking for trouble. Like a jockey being well, not dragged along, but something's going to happen, and there's going to be some sort of court case. Um, winners I, I, different well, gravy, though, isn't it? Add Sue Anthony Britton. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, Mondamedge was an absolute, you know, he, he's he's run for the 77th time this year and he's com- clearly completely bored uh, with the game. And Anthony Britton's, you know, he had, he had 16 goes again in the stalls. They weren't having it. I mean, I, I thought he got too many chances, really. You could see there's no way that was going in. And I just said, take it away, take it away. And I thought, I thought they left them in too long and I, I reckon that's why... Well, John, you, you've always thought Cardem's quirky, haven't you? Yeah. So, so lots of quirks, and maybe that was it, really. The horse really just, it was in there too long. It was like the old Hamlet advert, the cigars, you know. Um, and and, and so, so, yeah, so, so, but, I mean, if anyone watches that going forward, Cardem in its next race might be, might be worth an interest on, on what it showed there. It clearly is very fast to do that, even without a jockey. But... Yeah, fair play to the Aussies. Do we think the Aussies might stay on for the uh, for either? Well, he could he could run in the, uh, the the big race on Saturday, the the Platinum Jubilee, or he could run it in the Jewel I Cup. What do we think? Waller's got the other favourite for uh, for Saturday's race. Um, I can't remember its name off the top of my head. The owners seen from I've seen an interview from yeah, from Ascot, but that's been been to Australia. The owners seem to want to give it a go. Wallace seems very lukewarm on the idea because he he still wants to race the horse in Australia. So um, he seems lukewarm. I don't think they'll go personally, but I guess the owners pay the bills, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting where they where they go with that. Uh, John, any thoughts? On what I'd, they, I'd like to see it stay. Yeah, I, th- I think it could. I mean, I'd I'd like to see it stay because I think it, it, it's a winner do you like up. I think it pisses you like up. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think that, Quentin? Yeah. Oh, that's for sure, for yeah. sure. He's, I think it's about five, six to one or something for the July Cup. Uh, what the fuck was Irad Ortiz doing? <laughs> like, you, you miss the kick, you have a plan B. You don't then rush up for a furlong. Like, horses have different... I know horses have one way of running, etc. but you just don't do it, like... Oh, yeah, like I was a place layer and a, ended up a win layer as well, so I was happy with it. Yeah. But it's just brain dead, and it, it kind of you don't really have confidence in him tomorrow if, if Plan A goes wrong on um, on Love Rain, so yeah. No, uh, I mean, I mean for, for me, it could. I mean, Wesley Ward was was speaking in Spanish 
to Irad Ortiz. Maybe it was the the, the, the the teeth that blinded him and just, just left him like in a complete daze. But it, it, was, it, was, it was like Pulp Fiction when they opened the case, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Wesley Ward showed his choppers and that was it. It was, it was like, oh, geez. Uh, some bounced off them and that was it. But yeah, I think if you, if you watch the coverage though, Irad Ortiz was messing with the saddle all the way. I'd say I'd, he was pony to start, and he was messing with the saddle for, for the last sort of two furlongs, right right until... Be, he wasn't happy with the saddle, whatever it was. Is there a rule in America where they can't get off them? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think they're allowed to get off them once they've left the paddock. Right. And I'm wondering if he wasn't aware that you can jump off and tighten your girths up. Interesting. Interesting. That makes sense. Because I think the rule in America is every horse has to carry its allotted weight from leaving the paddock. Yeah. Whereas here we don't give a shit. Yeah. (laughs) We don't. Uh, I I, I, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Never thought of that. But he he wasn't happy with... Something was wrong with the... He he was was bouncing around in the saddle, wasn't he? Anybody would have said, you know, get out and get that twat. Yeah, let's let's sort it out properly. Get off. Let the, the, you know... But he he just... Yeah, he didn't didn't do that, uh, from what I could see. So, interesting. So, but again, the golden pal thing will go on that he can't do it on straight tracks. And that's... But he will obviously... Where's the lemon excuse in morning, morning? Yes, yes, yes. But, but Gilda Glit on teeth and I'll love him again. And, uh, right, uh, this, this this put me on the floor. Absolutely put me on the floor. Um, it's a very, very tough result to take. You Caribus backers out there, you are lucky boys. You're very lucky boys and girls because Caribus is not the best three-year-old cult. Um, and I'm not... Uh, it's worrying for the, the 2000 Guineas form because... Quentin, you you've got some sort of sectional data for us on this as well to back up the case of Maljoom, the very unlucky loser. Well, everyone's everyone's seen Maljoom like visually is the unlucky loser, fast finishing. Sometimes you get fast finishing when the pace is collapsing, but the pace wasn't really collapsing. His final sectional, eleven forty-seven. Caribus's was eleven ninety-four, so nine on half a second, three odd lengths, give or take. Quicker, trouble in running. He, much the best horse, slowly away to boot. Like he's he's a serious horse, this Maljoom. Like I know, know the Guineas has taken a few knocks here and there, but he he's the one to take out of this race. That's for that's for certain. Yeah, it was it's quite. I mean, John today was terrible because he may he may be watch ITV all afternoon. Um, and he, <laughs> and he, and, he, and he, said, he said this is what you have to do. It's good for the soul. He says um, the soul <laughs> cleansing. The soul wanted to walk out. Um, watching the ITV coverage today was absolutely nauseating. Um, ev- everything's terrific, fantastic. Yes, you know, everyone is fantastic. Uh, and I mean, any any blind man that, that's worth the salt here can say that Caribus is not, was not the best three-year-old colt in the St. James's Palace. That That's just painting to see. Pat, Pat Dobbs. We've got we've got a name for Pat Dobbs now. He's going down as Mongo Mongo Pat for let for, 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 for I mean I mean Jesus that was like you know you know like when you see a cricketer leave one outside off stump and, it, and, and you know and it's like oh, and, you know that he was just like, cleans him up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Pat Dobbs. I mean that what was that? I mean I mean 
you've got beat ahead in the St James's Palace, and you've given the favourites a red carpet run right to the line. What an idiot! Look, all you had to do was shut the door. Like you had my my Prospero on the outside being ridden along. Just shut the door, make it like that's all we had to do, and you've you've won a you've you've won the St James's Palace. Like, to, to be fair, we, we, opinion we, was split. We had two of the greatest jockeys of modern times split opinions on this: Johnny Murter and Haley Turner. Murter said you should shut the door, and the head Turner said you've got to remember the rules. Oh, shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not even shutting the doors and slamming him through the rail. You can edge that way. You know you know where he's positioned. He's been in the same position all, all through the race, pulling and reefing on heels. Like, edge that way, take take the rail, and then at least even that, you've got something to run against. Like, it's beyond stupidity. Yeah. He, 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 he absolutely, uh, well, he, he, it was like I saw a, I saw an 82 year old woman today in the paddock at Ascot that looked 52. Um, they got her on ITV. No, you definitely do it. Oh yeah, you, 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 you just think <laughs> Jesus, this is impossible. Um, but then I looked at a stilettos. You do daughter as well. Well, well yeah, 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 totally. And so, so, so they got these pointy stilettos, and I'm I'm looking at them thinking. Imagine that in the bollocks. Well, that's exactly what we got in the St. James's Palace. <laughs> An absolute like V-shaped stiletto straight in the nuts. And that's what it felt like. Because we were right. We were right on the pod. We were, we were right to do what we do. And what happens? You get a big red big red number at the end of it. It's just, it's just not cricket. Um, so Kariba's backers today. You, 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 you should count your lucky stars. I don't know if Blogger's been on. I haven't looked at his page. But... A disgrace. You, you're a disgrace. Uh, uh, you know, for, for, for backing that horse and even money. Like that double up to there, hasn't he? Oh, has he? Wait a minute. Oh. Oh. Anyway, anyway, so, so Quentin, Quentin, Quentin clearly has highlighted there from a time perspective that we were very hard done by. So we take our sour grapes onto the five o'clock stakes handicap. And uh, a bit of a respite for me here. I managed to claw a bit back uh, back in Coltrane in running. Um, yeah, it, it was a fair race for me, this one. Uh, it was nice to see young Callum Hutchinson out driving Ryan Moore in a finish. I, I quite quite enjoyed that. Just not not even though I backed it, I kind of enjoyed it and the fact that you know, that's one for the for the for the archives for Callum to look back on and say that I outdrove Ryan Moore in the Ascot Heritage Handicap and he'll be saying that in boozers when he's sixty and turning old because that'll be his best success of his life. Probably one of his last winners. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so thoughts on the uh, the Irish bumper? I thought Richard ran really well from a shit position. Mm-hmm. Um, as did going gone. Um, Rest of them were less. Oh, I in Sunrise ran better than I expected because I didn't think he was handicapped to do much there. Yeah, he surprised me. I, I thought he yeah. Improving at the age of eight, hmm. even Mr. Quayley. Yeah. Quentin, anything you take out of this? Well, I was on Rashoon and you, you had highlighted the, the negative about the draw. I thought Kingscote would hang out, out wide for a bit. Instead, he dropped in. Fastest finish in the race, Arcadian Sunrise did well. I don't think he was in love with the fast ground, to be honest. Uh, John's highlighted going gone. 
Pied Piper was unlucky in running, but I think people will say, oh, he was unlucky in running. I think that's been overplayed. He, he started to hang right under pressure and you had finishers coming from further back in a, a race where the pace steadied in the middle of it, going past him at the end. He didn't like the ground. I don't think he fully stayed to trip. Um, so probably one to oppose next time out when the unlucky in running merchants come out and say he was unlucky in running. Yeah, good stuff, Quentin. Wolferton at 5.35. Uh, so the needles come out for Dubai Future. This had the mad eye in the paddock. If you watch this come in, the the the, the horse was rabid, absolutely rabid. Like this is where I, I I think there is like like chemicals involved because, you know, and again I, I stress I think I'm not saying there is, but like when you get horses coming in after winning a, a ten furlong listed listed race in impressive fashion, and the horse has got white eyes, you know, it, it's it's literally it's it's to me it's, it's it's clear cut i mean obviously bin you know dusty bin has said has said to the shake he said look the others are at it let, 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 let's have some let, 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 let's have some fair play yeah um thoughts on this it weren't the cheek pieces refitted no, absolutely it. not. <laughs> I mean, the, the one thing I'd advise punters this week is to follow Bin Saro's uh, runners closely. Morge, maybe, um, etc. You know, if this is what they're doing, um, I, seriously, that was that was a that was a, um, a you could I could see from the horse in the paddock. It could have gone round again. It could have done three miles um, and won by three furlongs. It was it was it was that that wound up. It was that woof. You know, um, John, agree with that? Improved tremendously at the age of six. <laughs> it's a slow burner. Come on, guys, it's a slow burner. You know, let's get with the spirit of Royal Ascot here, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, six ten race. And and if I wasn't on the floor in the 420, what do you do when you've had a sort of a bad day? You think, well, you know, let, let, let's have a little bit of a get out on Cleveland. Uh, it drifted on the exchanges to five to two. So I thought, yeah, that's not bad at all, really. Let's have some of that. And then up pops, uh, you know, dirty David O'Mara. And, you know, we get shirty just to, just to fuck you straight up the arse. <laughs> yeah. Really, I mean, we, we could have had the chair cast here, couldn't we? Could have, yeah. We could have got shirty because of the shirt. Yeah. Cleveland, because, well, there we are in Cleveland. And we're having sushi tonight. Yeah, Akita sushi. That's <laughs> a, that's a, it's a, Jap- it's a Japanese man. day. Yeah, Japanese gin and Japanese food this what, evening. What, what did it pay the check? Yeah. Oh, only 217 quid that we should have up their asses. Yeah. Uh, um, any, any take on on it or on anything? This I, I was disappointed Cleveland when he looked slow. I mean, I mean, he's going to want two miles, isn't he? I thought, I thought Dittari made an absolutely mental move on that stall. Oh, yeah. Because he, he was in a rotten position coming into the turn. And I thought, well, he's got no fucking chance. Yeah. And the next thing I know, he's there on the outside swinging along and he hits the front. I think he went about toes on him, wasn't he? Yeah. And he finished sixth. Yeah. So, I mean, he's bottomed that out, hasn't he, with a massive... Late move and not seeing his race out. No, Quentin, anything from you? Non, non-stale. I thought Cleveland 
mid he's, he's had him in the perfect position, Ryan. Why did you say he needs a longer trip? He thought mid straight he's coming there to pick him up, and then he kind of got outpaced, and he's he's coming back at the line. Two miles will see him to best effect. Obviously, the forms forms in Frank at the Chester Cup. Um, two miles. Where where do they go next with him? You know the Irish form book uh, program book even. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what probably the Kerry Cup, wouldn't it? Yeah, possibly. But have you seen have you seen uh, Cleveland's entries? Quentin, have you have, have you have you seen have you seen what were Cleveland's entered? Hardwick International Kerry Cup, King George. Well, that's not happening. And the Irish Saint Ledger. Yeah, so. so I mean, I mean, they've held him. I reckon they're quite shocked that they haven't won today. I, 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 genu- I genuinely thought that, that the lads would have felt uh, they could have picked that up off 103. Um, so, slightly easier ground, maybe, or suit? Yeah, pop, that could be it. That that could be it. That that ground was pretty rattling. And um, but fair, right, credit to Ascot because I said to John today that you know we're, we're sick and tired. Of these Andrew Cooper Clark Sandown Epsom or Newbury meetings where they're sticking far too much on and we're getting good grab we're getting good ground where they're knocking the top off. Um and today was an ex- a, a fine example of British summer racing, where mm-hmm. you know you, you see I, I did enjoy the ITV coverage in the you know in the sticks where they're showing the the, the, the people enjoying themselves body bar. Um, and and then you get the the great fast ground, which is what we as punters, you know, and bookmakers should. What we want to see good, genuine fast ground. It gives punters confidence to have a bet, and I think that's that's what that's nothing more. We don't ask for anything more other than water for good to firm, and and that's fine. Um, but but you know, I think we we, we highlighted on bar stewards. Uh, with Andrew Cooper and fair play for him to reply on Twitter, but we said you're going too far with this. You, you're watering too much. Potential grounds for concern, though. There was toe pulled up in the Ascot Stakes today. True, it is true. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say it was necessarily a case of the ground, but we know how plaques tend to react to things like this. It'd be very interesting to see what he does tonight. Hmm. Yeah, it will be. Does anyone see what he's putting on? Uh, I, I, looking at what he's done so far, he's been putting on sort of like between five and eight mils uh, mm. per day kind of thing. Because obviously it's got very firm, and I, I get I get why he's putting on what he is. So I would I would hazard a guess that he's going to put five to eight mils on. Maybe maybe the higher side because of the temperatures at Ascot this week, which I think, I think is fair enough. You know, it's, it's, you, you have to put something on. I'm uh, not anti-watering, I'm just anti-over-watering. Um, that's more to the point. Um, well, he's, aimed, he's, aimed for, he's aimed for good to firm, good in places, knowing full well it's going to burn off throughout the day and he's going to end up on good to firm ground by the middle of the afternoon. Nothing yeah. wrong with that at all. When you, when you aim for good ground... And you've got a drying day, and you you start the down good to soft, and it ends up slop. That's when people have an issue with it. But people seem to not want to listen to what anyone wants. Uh, some some of our listeners listeners have, have chimed in. Um, Richard Keane gets the quote of the day. Uh, old CJ, she's a she's a real good racing fanatic on Twitter. Um, she loves Jim Crowley, obviously, etc. So 
she said she made a tweet to us today. Says, I was rather moist about 2:40 p.m. To be fair, and that was obviously after uh, you know Bent Jim had, had won the had won the Queen Arm by Eid. I can imagine that Richard King came in with definitely the tweet of the day when he said, "Never mind moist." He says he says dripping like a knackered fridge, more like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's uh, that's Twitter gold. Richard King, you won the internet today. He won't. He probably won't listen because he doesn't follow us. But but that's 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 a great great quote. Um, Richard Lee's been on. He says get a movement going for John Joe um, as ITV paddock expert, and he and he envisages scenario Ollie Bell to Ling. What stands out here, John? Ling replies, "Well, this one looks shit." <laughs> Protect. Potential TV gold. Agree, Richard Lee. Yeah, spot on. Uh, Greenwood's been on. He says, uh, um, has John got any Leicester Piggott? Ask, well, Ascot stories. No, fuck off, Dave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No, you, we, we're disappointing you on that. Um, right, just 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 to finish our, our, our soiree off, because we like to keep this punchy and short and sweet. Anything that sort of stands out tomorrow for our listeners that we could sort of like look at it, maybe maybe punting just to give, just to give them a winner or two for tomorrow now we've we've seen the decks and everything else uh, I'll go with this would have been my three point bet to be honest um, it runs on Thursday in the Britannia yeah. um, they entered it they entered it in the jersey um, which put me off putting up as a three point bet but who put 50 in you form Frank today with Mike Ulysses three deep in the St. James's Palace, he was unlucky in running. Uh, I'll be very, eight, I think eight to one still kicking around, eight, seven, eight to one. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how he doesn't go a favourite in the race. Yeah, right. I quite like that one myself. John, is, John you, you, you've liked this before, haven't you? Yeah, and uh, as I said, I'm back making you all the season, the strength of that being a good performance at ADOC when he chased this one in on. So you'd have to fancy this to go close tomorrow, wouldn't you? Mm, I, 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 well, Thursday, but but yeah, um, I, I'm going to interject there, and I would advise listeners to back Saga. Um, I know it's like blinkers; they put blinkers on for the first time, um, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, that 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 might sort of be a be a bit of a negative that they actually think the horse like dogged it last time which could be the case um but it's hard to get away from as i said on the previous the, show the hint with saga is just the punk greedy betty full of cobalt in the morning <laughs> get her in that wagon to drive down the track hat in following carriage unload her at the winner's enclosure and leave her sat on a stove there till race time because she can't move her out too much <laughs> And just have a presentation. I, th- I think I think this is it. I think I think Thursday gives me a greedy betty kind of feel. Um, I think that's the one day. If the if the if she's planning on showing up, the fact that they're all withdrawn. Yeah, obviously, obviously, obviously in the Hampton Court, reach reach for the moon eight to thirteen. Come racing. Um, they've all they've all they've all t- not turned up. Uh, only six runners for the Hampton Court against Reach for the Moon. 
be interesting if that gets a lovely red carpet, John. Jenny Chappell started it out, wasn't she? Because she's a nasty Aussie Republican. Well, this is it. Adam Kirby, I don't think they'll be bothered, but but then the rest of them, you know, Spencer, he loves a lid and he loves a pink button. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's a few in there that Ross Ryan, he definitely loves a pink button. Um, so so there's, there's a few in there that that, that definitely uh, could pave the way and the red carpet laid out for greedy better. Yeah. And hopefully with Saga, like to chin you lads on the line uh, with the uh, put 15U. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? Saga chinning you guys. Yes, that's the that's the scenario. That's what we want. Devastating. <laughs> Shorthead tease, ain't it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that's all from us. Unlucky the shirt today. The shirt should be two on the board and leading the way into the days ahead for my shirt bet for the for the week. Disgraceful what happened in the St James's Palace today. Caribus backers. He's getting shirty. Yeah, Caribus backers. You really, you really are. You're lucky people. That's all from us. Me, John Quentin. We're back again tomorrow for another review. Bye for now. Right, the show's over, boys. Thank you very much.